Okay. Hi, it's a nice Sunday afternoon for me, and I just finished watching Formula One. I'm with my dog, and we're just going to be explaining my article called Dune, Read It or Watch It, which will be soon published in the Riverdale Spectator. So I start off by doing a quick introduction about how Dune has really affected the sci-fi genre, especially in movies like Star Wars and <laughs> lots of other inspiration. But the main one that pe most people would know is Star Wars. So, Dune 1984 is the first film adaption, which was released December 18th, 1984, and directed by David Lynch. So, Dune 1984 told the story of Dune exceptionally to someone who has read the book. The story seems incomplete and boring to someone who has not read Dune. It was beautiful and engaging after I had read the book, but my initial viewing of the movie was less than satisfactory. So, I watched this movie first summer of this year. And it was just didn't make sense. I felt myself drifting off and I just reached for my phone. Um, after having completed Dune, I watched it and it seemed like an absolute masterpiece to the novel. But it just doesn't, it's not worth watching unless you have read the book. It's just, it's two and half hours, two, maybe it's less than that. Um, hours of your life wasted. So that's pretty much what that meant. Um, the casting, however, was outstanding. They all represented the characters well, and although the story didn't make sense, the characters did. I just meant that the characters, even before I had read the book, they made a very, they made sense. I understood what the characters were feeling. I understood why the characters were doing what they were doing. I just didn't understand why that was happening in the story. Um... Although not perfect, the betrayal of Dr. Yue was very well presented and maybe one of the only aspects of this movie that is better than Dune 2021. Dune 2021 did, a, at least not in my opinion, a very good job at representing Dr. Yue's betrayal. They did bad, They did good enough, but it wasn't. they didn't show the connection he had with the family and how bad he felt truly betraying them. And, I think Dune 1984 represented this better because you could see how the Duke, when Dr. Yue had to tranquilize him or whatever, how he was like, I did not see this coming. And I thought that was really great. Uh, something often brought up in this movie is weirding modules. Weirding modules are a device not mentioned in the book. I found it weird when it was one of the main focuses of Dune 1984. Um, I was weirding modules are the weirdest thing to ever exist it just did not make sense the first time i watched it and i was it was this i was still confused after i had read the book why what are these weirding modules i had to reread it like some parts of it because i was like did i miss something i did not they added it and i continue to say um well i follow this by saying i sense this was a producer's decision it was added to give wadib and the Furman more power, and also in similar reasoning to give the Emperor a simpler reason to turn against the House of Atreides. I just think that they didn't want to have to go into the whole politics of why, how the Emperor felt like he could be, how Duke Leto or Leto was overpowering him with his popularity, and I don't think that, I think that they just, they didn't, they couldn't bring in the, the same, like, dramaticness or the insaneness of how desert power is just crazy and one thing i really like about the new dune 2021 is that at the end uh 
Lady Jessica and Paul see a figure in the distance um, riding a worm or a maker. Um, and that just, that one scene alone, just, it made it just so, it was so beautiful and it just expressed the insanity of how, of how these worms are not meant to be ridden, but the Fremen do. And I thought that was really great. I finished this off by giving it a three stars. I thought it was really good, but it just was not enjoyable. It wasn't that enjoyable before I had read the book, but it's still a pretty good movie and by far not one of the worst that I've read or watched. <laughs> so, Dune 2021, released October 22nd, 2021, and directed by Denis Villeneuve. Uh, Dune 2021 is cinematically beautiful, and each scene reminded me of the book. The cinematography conveyed how the book made me feel with words, but with pictures. By this, I just mean, I, when I read the book, I felt a lot of things. And this book, this no, this movie, managed to convey what I had felt reading the book, but without saying a single word. In just a single frame, I had felt what a single word had made me feel. And that was really well done by uh, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, while different than Dune 1984, you can still see very clearly the inspiration and the vision of David Lynch. Um, it's there's very there's frames that are almost exactly the same as the 1984 one, but with significantly better CGI, and even the wording and the the aura I don't know if that's a good word, but that the characters expelled was very similar to what the 1984 felt like. Uh, Denis Villeneuve did a remarkable job at telling the story of Dune. He separated the first book into two parts, allowing him to give greater depth to each character and ideology of Dune. So he, so I went in, before going into theater, I told my dad, I was like, I hope that they make this into two parts because that's truly what the book deserves. And I think that's what he's going to do. Maybe he'll make it into three, but I think two would do. I don't feel like going and watching three two and a half hour movies just for this one book, but maybe some people do. Um, but yeah, I think he did way really good at telling the politics and everything of Dune, and I really appreciated that because he was he really went into more depth about it. Uh, sorry, I've lost my spot. It was interesting to see how Villeneuve buying certain characters, like with Robin and Ayakin Hood, I don't know how to pronounce that name, the guard captain. This added a different depth to the characters and just slightly changed the story. So he combined those two characters. Uh, to be fair, the guard captain is not an important character. It made sense why he would combine it with Robin. Uh, he just pretty much tells the Baron what has happened. That's in the story or with the war, that's just pretty much what it was. It wasn't a big thing. But it did change Robin's character and gave him more depth, so I liked that. Um, I'm curious about if Fade Ratha will be included in part two or if he has also been combined into Robin. I would have issues with this, but I will not comment to avoid judging prematurely. I would have issues with this because there's just such a different dynamic between Paul and Robin, but the, Paul and Fade Ratha are about the same age and I think at the for the ending scene of the book um that would it just adds such a fight for Princess Irland's uh 
hand in marriage I think it just it really adds to it more because it feels like they're equals and they were both wanted to be the Kwisak Haderach sorry if that's pronounced wrong I don't feel like going and looking again <laughs> uh so the casting was spectacular not unlike Dune 1984 each character acted like how they did in the book and even with the changes likely at Kind's gender originally a man in the Dune book it still felt like each of the actors were truly the character I had read. So they changed Liet Kine's gender into, I believe, a woman. And I really like this, actually. I think it added, I don't know if it added or anything, but it just changed it a little bit. And I kind of like the change. Um, and it just, I don't think it affected the story too much. I don't think that's anything to be mad about. Uh, I don't, and yeah, it's just... I think all the characters were really the character I had read. Like, each of them truly acted like it. Um, I think they did a better job in Dune 1984 casting Lady Jessica, but I really, really liked how they casted Duke Leto in this one. And I think that they did really good at a lot of the, like, Howitt and Gurney. I think they did really good with those characters as well. Um, my utmost favorite scene from this movie is when Paul and Lady Jessica are in a still tent and realize Duke Leto is dead. T. Chalamet and R. Ferguson express every emotion written about that scene. It was stunning and agonizing all at once. That scene, along with the Gom Jabbar, I thought those scenes just were exactly what I had read, in, especially in the still tent scene when he's how Paul react or how Timothy Chalamet is conveying Paul's emotions it's everything because he doesn't know if he should feel sad he doesn't know if he does feel sad he doesn't know if he what he thinks he's feeling is if it's just sadness about how his mother's feeling or it but everything is just really well done and it's beautiful uh so I gave this a four out of five this is beautiful it's really long though and I can understand how people would perceive this as just a movie about some guy and his mother talking about politics the entire time. So it's not for everybody, but if you love Star Wars, I think you would love this. And one thing I've always, I liked about reading Dune was that it felt like Star Wars, but it felt like a more realistic. It felt like, like in Star Wars, it's clear who is bad. It is clear who is good. But in this, it's like people are lost from the good side and the bad side. And they have to make hard decisions like when Paul is with Jamis or whatever his name is and he has to kill him in the book he doesn't know if this makes him a bad person or not and Stilgar looks at him differently after he has because everyone thought he was just teasing Jamis about not being able to kill him but he truly couldn't because he didn't know if that would what how that would change him I think that was a scene that they did also better in June 2021 still not as great as the book the book scene so much so well uh so final thoughts um the book is astonishing and tells a great story of politics and hope i recommend the book to anyone looking for a thought-provoking read the book is incredible if you love sci-fi you're gonna love the book if you love reading you're gonna love the book if you love books about politics if you love books about love if you love books about death even you're gonna love this book it's just it's really good definitely I gave it a four out of four and a half 
out of five stars. I just, there's, there's some books that I've read that I prefer more, but I think that this one was really, really good. And for what it has done for everything, I think it's really, really well written and definitely a read everyone should do. Uh, so this, a scene I miss in both of the film adaptions is the dinner party. This scene shows the difference between the Atreides and the Harkonnens, as well as why they hate each other so, hate each other so much. Apart from showing the feud between the two houses, it also shows Lietkind's vision for Arrakis, which inspires Paul and the Fremen. I love this scene in the book. It just really shows like how everyone's reacting to the differences between the Harkonnens and the uh, Atreides. I really, really enjoyed this scene and I think it would have really helped explain to people who haven't read the book why this why they have, why the Harkonnens hate the Atreides and I think it would also help explain at least for the second movie like where why like why Paul and the Fremen are fighting so much for Arrakis and why they love it so much you know I think it, and it would help I think it would help with that uh, so while the movies are similar, I would recommend Dune 2021 to everyone as the story is easier to follow. Dune 1984 is beautiful and should be watched after completing the book, but won't be as enjoyable to the average moviegoer who is not familiar with the story. Pretty much what I said in the other ones, just kind of a wrap up of it. I think everyone, I think almost everyone should watch the new one. I think it'll, I think it's really good and it tells you the story without having to commit to about 10 hours of reading. Maybe less than that, but maybe more like six. I don't know. Depends on how fast of a reader you are, but it tells you a really good story. It's really well done. And Denis Villeneuve expressed almost everything I felt in the book, in the movie, in a shorter amount of time. Uh, Do Night 84 is really good, but it is for the person who has read the book. It is not for the general audience, and it is, or the average moviegoer, like I said. Uh, it's just, it's for someone who's read the book, like I said. And my then I finished it off with my book rating, four and a half stars. And that was my entire review for the Dune, read it or watch it. This will probably be my longest uh, podcast episode. Maybe another one will be longer, but most of them are just going to be five-ish minutes, so maybe even less. Uh, there, I'm going to try and make one every single week, uh, just with a quick movie review or maybe when I just whenever I feel like it um but if you want make sure to go on my Instagram you'll see all updates there it's at h a h c review it looks just like the podcast and yeah make sure to grab your edition of the Riverdale Spectator I will tell you guys when I know if on my Instagram if it when it'll come out so you can get ready or show up to school early but yeah bye just gonna pet my dog. Oh, he's biting me. Okay, that's okay. Anyways, bye.